Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Happy New Year. On today's show, I'm joined by Menace, and we're talking about having the best sex and relationships this year. Topics include why marijuana users are having more sex than you are, mastering the lost art of the tease, and why that turns us on so much, the future of sex tech. Hey, the sex robots are coming. Are you? And specific ways that you can improve your sex life in 2018, and I'm here to help make it happen. All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out our website. It's a good time. Subscribe to the podcast. I mean, all social media. It's at Sex with Emily. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. I'm here with Menace. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Emily. I'm so excited to be here with you. I know. This is exciting. I think my performance on the last podcast I was on, I apologize for it, but (laughs) I swear I'm going to step it up. Oh, geez. Are you still recovering from New Year's? Thanks a lot. Yes, dude. Okay. How was New Year's? I think the second should be a holiday, though, already. Yeah. Like, you you shouldn't have to work on the first or maybe that whole week. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're not gratuitous enough with our holidays. How's your uh, mom on awesome. New Year's? I love my mom. Yeah. My mom's amazing. You know, the sooner you can get through all your parents' stuff that people hold on to and kind of clear it out. Well, you, we are put on this planet to deal with issues from childhood. And if you don't yeah. think you have any, you're wrong. And it's not a bad thing. Like, that's literally how we're going to learn our behaviors. Um, we're going to learn mm-hmm. to be better people, letting go of things, learn through old resentments we have, and then you become a better person. So my mom and I have cleared out a lot of stuff over the years, and it's a lot easier. And she's not like abusive mother, just the mm-hmm. regular like, yeah. you know, she worked a lot. She she's wasn't always concerned. there. She yeah. got married three times. Did, did, did a lot. Her she marriage was the most important thing. Good times. Yeah. I get it. She was a single mom. And the point is, I love her. She's great. That's She's awesome. a good time. She makes me laugh. How was your New Year's? It was great. I was in Miami for the first time. I was at the Versace Mansion for dinner, which was amazing. What do like people rent it out now? No, you can go. Anybody can go there and have dinner. Just going up dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I went to um, Pitbull's New Year's Eve party. Oh, you know, really? The singer. Crazy man. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> it was good. Well, my girlfriend's uh, family was with us, and they're like really into. They love Pitbull. 
Did so. they, it was like a family affair. Yeah, like let's all go to that, Pit- yeah, let's go to Pitbull's New Year's Miami. Eve party. Yeah, That's in Miami. Cool. So wow. we had fun. But I really wanted to talk about New Year's because I think New Year's is like one of the biggest sexual holidays of the year. Really? Is this? I think your, it's like is, is no, this science no, according no. to Menace. No, I think I think it's overlooked as one of the biggest sex holidays of the year because as you get older, you know, the focus is who am I going to kiss at midnight? Uh-huh. You know, so it's all about who you're going to be with on that day. Right. No, you're right. You don't see what I'm saying? No, I do have see you what you're saying. Have you had like lame New Year's or what? It's always like... <laughs> you know, I've had... No, I've what? had guys. I know, I know that thing. Like, like, who am I going to kiss? Mostly, but I never cared. Like, I don't... Yeah, but I, it's like most mostly about like finding a date, hanging out with but somebody. But when you show up with someone and you kiss them and you want to no, hook no, up with that. them. No, I get that. I know that. Yeah, yeah. You I, don't see where I'm going with this? I hear the ball drops, you make out. Right. Yeah. So how's that? What what other holiday would be bigger than? But you might make New out Year. with someone. I feel like people get really drunk and messed up, and they fall asleep and they they pass out. And they don't have as much sex. Yeah, I don't think maybe they that's a large sex. Ma- They're thinking majority. about having someone that they're yeah. close. To. Oh, I don't want to be alone on New Year's. What do you think is the but big sex holiday then? Probably Valentine's Day or your birthday. Yeah, everyone's having ones. sex and your birthday in October. Which I'd like to move away from that trend. I'd like people just have sex all the freaking time. Yeah. Have sex more this year than you did last year. There you go. Mm. Done. How's that for a goal? Everyone. So I say, I know I am. Then Valentine's Day. And then then New Year's. Maybe, yeah. I'm going to put it right there. Fine, do it. At least. Do it. Yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know. You know what? I hope you're right. I hope a lot of people had great sex in New Year's. How was your Mm. sex? Amazing. I have my own hotel room. I wasn't sharing it with the family. You're right. Dude, never share with the family ever. <laughs> you can't ever share hotel room with the family. No, no. I did. I did that once re- in recent years, and it was a mistake. You did. Here's the problem. The reason why family can Hell be no, so challenging when you get older and you go home and visit them is because yeah. they're like, oh, you're still like my mom. Like you're still doing those yeah, things. Yeah. Close the door. Get off the phone. You're being loud. Hang I up know. your towel. My mom was giving me crap about something the other day. What'd like say? I tried to take. I took a photo. The dogs were like taking a nap and then they just like, I was trying to take a photo of them and they were just looking, they started looking up because they know so I was taking a picture of them. So I sent the photo to my mom thinking like the dogs look cute, right. check them out. Cute, look at your grandson. I was like, what's wrong with the dogs? Why are they so sad? <laughs> Is everything okay? Were you yelling at them? I'm like, what are you talking? You got all that from a photo of the dogs napping. You're like, I just abused my tr- go, my dogs see, and I took a picture. See, this is what happens I know. when you just reach out. No, that's know, good, honey. Like, but see, that's she's is she sad, your mom, right now? No, she should be sad. Sounds glass half her, full. I, I bought her a... Uh, you saw a happy dog, she saw a sad dog. Yeah. No, no, I bought her uh, this sweater <laughs> that said, um, God damn it, what was it? It was a Christmas sweater that had a llama on it, but it said something funny. It said like, <laughs> llama, llama... I don't know. Maybe that's why she's sad. <laughs> no, she loves, she has a llama. Oh, right. But we're also having our contest, Better yes. Lover 2018, because this to me is like probably the most important formative contest of the year, because I know this from my own practice. When I write stuff down, my goals, visions, you write them, you reread them mm-hmm. of what you'd like to accomplish. They call it manifesting or whatever you want to name it. When you think about it, write it down and it will happen in the new year yeah. because you'll be thinking about it. You're like, oh, I want to have more connected sex with my partner. I want to have sex more frequently. You know, I want to do, um, you know, I'm going to wear that lingerie that makes me feel good, not what makes mm-hmm. my partner feel good. I'm going to be a better listener. I'm going to do creative dates, all that stuff. So I want people to write it down, think about it, where you want to be with your sex life this year, your relationship. Email me, feedback at sexwithelmy.com by January 14th. We're going to pick four winners, actually, and put Better Lover 2018 in the subject. I talked about it on the last podcast where I want to have a lot more date nights 
in yeah. 2018. So what's the first date night? The first one should be in about a week. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love that. Just go to, you know, I don't know, a steakhouse or something like that. <laughs> steakhouse. You guys Steak. are so, um, so traditional. Good. But then you eat too much, maybe, and then you don't want to have sex, which I know no, has no, been your no. problem in the past. I, do you know what the problem is? I actually eat the least. My girlfriend, and it's funny, this happens all the time when what? we go to restaurants. I'll get the the petite follet. <laughs> I'll get the like, I'll get the little tiny, you know, piece of meat and my girlfriend will get a New York steak and they always hand her steak to me. Right. Of course. And then the little one to her. Happens every single time. I know. She's only like, she's little, right? Yeah. But she eats like a goddamn monster. Right. Do you guys cook? (laughs) What? Do you guys cook together or anything? Uh, She cooks. I don't cook. I mean, I can cook, but she prefers to cook. Right. That's good. Okay. I just want you guys to have more fun this year. I'm yeah. going to have you report back every month. I'm going to call you in the first every uh-huh. month and check in on your progress like a coach. All right. I feel like I'm, no, <laughs> not good. really. But when we were doing this contest, I was yeah. like, I want to make sure, because really, you guys, I know this sounds silly, but or maybe mm. it doesn't. I was saying to everyone during our meeting the other day in the office, I was like, maybe I could do something where people could send me their pledges and then I'll follow up with them somehow as their yeah. coach. Because sometimes to have success in our lives and to move forward on goals, you need to be accountable, right? Yeah. Like people who exercise together or they like, you know, make a bet with a friend. Yeah. If we're going to do stuff, you know, go to the gym or take a class or take a class with somebody. Yeah. Accountability. So I wanted to help people really reach their goals this year to yeah. work because we don't make enough. In fact, you probably made goals maybe around your work or working out or, you know, seeing your family more. But I think that we do not think about prioritize and make room for sex enough in our lives to really, really think about like, hey, what is my fantasy? What does turn me on? If you don't know right now, you're thinking, gosh, I don't know. It's all pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about sex is people forget that it actually does take effort and some foresight and some thought to kind of an effort to keep it going in a relationship and even on your own to keep it, keep it yeah. expensive. So you're not even bored with your own masturbation. So I tell people to prioritize and hold yeah. their hand through it, but not really. I'm not on, I'm not on every single podcast. Thank God for all the listeners. Thank God. <laughs> because the listeners are happy about that. But the thing is, um, I would love to get more follow-ups like you were saying, or just keeping up with people on all the emails that we get. I know me too. Cause we always have extra questions, you know, and it would be awesome. I'm sure people already email back, but I'm just not here to hear the other responses. Right, exactly. But yeah, if you can just follow Maybe up. Maybe you guys could email, email me your success stories from last year. What have you yeah. learned from sex with Emily? That'd be great. Because I know that when you guys email me, you always say, I learned so much from your show. I've been listening mm-hmm. a lot, which I feel so, whenever I read that, I'm like, that's why I'm doing this. This is why I exist on the planet. Yeah. But I'd love to know like specifics. Like we had never done this and then it mm-hmm. happened or my penis. I was doing my Kegels and my jacket shot across mm-hmm. the room this year. Yeah, sweet. Oh, and oh. if we're out and about... <laughs> You know, out and about, don't be afraid to say hi, because I've run into so many Sex Family uh, podcast listeners um, throughout the country. So That's really cool. So Congratulations awesome, so. on your show, your world dominance of the Woody <laughs> Thank Show. You. Yes. It's in every city, almost, in the uh, Midwest. No, we're only like... 11? 11 cities. That's major. Thank you're in Detroit, my hometown, so yes. if you're listening and you're in Detroit, yeah, if you're listening check out the Woody Tr- Show. Yeah, listen to the Woody Show. In the morning. We're on a bunch of alternative radio stations, so I'm not going to list all the numbers. But yeah, I can't remember what the one is in Detroit anymore. It's 106 in Detroit. They get to wake up to your voice every day, and Menace is funny. I, I mean, right funny. now he's being okay. I'm right. But I'm sure. <laughs> I promise I turn it on. Okay. But yeah, no, we're we're on a bunch of cities. Like, uh, can I shout them out real quick? Because sure. It's fun to hear. It's uh, fun to hear because you'll go, oh, Detroit. Well, no, no. It's also fun to hear to have Sex with Emily listeners call into the Ooh. show. 
in, yeah, uh, call in and then say I listened to the Sex with the Emily, Emily podcast, podcast and then we'll get, it's like free advertising. Yeah, okay, yeah, do that then. So yeah, we're on in Los Angeles, of course, Detroit, Atlanta, Portland, Albuquerque, Indianapolis, Des Moines, Wichita, Raleigh, North Carolina, Bakersfield, California, Hawaii, Dickinson, North Dakota, wow. and Americans Forces Network in 175 countries. So the troops are just sitting around listening to the Woody Show? Is that what yeah, they're doing instead the, of protecting our country? <laughs> we're on the Freedom. The last thing I heard was Menace talking <laughs> about his... We're the morning show for the Freedom Channel. So, yeah, if you're even... Wow. Even if you're on, like, a battleship somewhere... You can listen to the Woody show. That's you amazing. Have you the, heard from people? Have you heard from yes, forces? Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. Like people, they're stationed in Turkey. Yeah. Listen. It's Hi, that's insane, amazing. You know, so Look at thank you. you so much to people that listen to both of the shows. Yeah, you're giving really back. appreciate it. I love it. Um, okay, Menace, this one, I saved this for you. This came out yeah. like probably about a month or two ago. Have you seen all these studies about marijuana and sex? Which is amazing together. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, go ahead. I could have wrote the story. What are they going to say, um, though? It says, uh, marijuana, it? well, you know, now it's it's legal in California, uh-huh. so happy marijuana legalization. It's been like that in Vegas, too, which is crazy. You just walk in. In Vegas? I haven't been to Vegas. And I always thought that you, it was illegal. When did it become legal in Vegas? I just clearly recently. haven't been there as Not recently. too long ago. Marijuana use is becoming commonplace in the United States. Over the past two decades, 29 states have legalized its use for recreational or medicinal purposes. As we all know, I can't believe it's been 20 years. It's been happening. So there was a new study that came out, and this is just this has been written up everywhere. It says that marijuana users are having more sex than non-users. So of women course. who reported no marijuana use during the past year had sexual intercourse six times on average during the past four weeks, compared with 7.1 times for women who had daily marijuana use. For men, it was a little bit higher. So people are smoking and having more sex, which I support. Oh, yeah, because it increases sexual arousal. They notice it, it increases their sexual pleasure, their subjective experiences um, that could lead to more sex while they're high. So the study doesn't necessarily say like whether it actually leads to more sex, but I think that people who are high basically are having more enjoyable sex and more functioning. They're having mm-hmm. less erectile dysfunction, lubrication, orgasmic ability. And I think a lot of it has to do with your inhibitions go down. You're not worried mm-hmm. about all the things that you're worrying. We are, are my email boxes you know flooded you guys with your concerns is my penis okay is he noticing my left boobs bigger than my right boob my moving right how's my blowjob whatever pot affects everyone differently obviously some people get high and they get paranoid they get high and they're like i know we're gonna have sex but i'd like to eat this bowl of oreos whatever oreos so that is true so you have to see how it jives with you but it is true that it it just takes you out of your head into your body and everything feels better right like the music Uh sounds great and touching your partner and you can feel more intimate and connected what do you think have you had this experience with sex? Yeah, I think it's amazing. I support it. But indica or sativa, I wonder if they broke that down. You I'm know, like, what is better? Yet. Well, sativa is more of the down, right? The drug that's mm-hmm. more gives you, it's more of a full body high. So yeah. I would think that indica would be better for sex. But I think that, uh, you know, before the days when you could break it out and be like, I'll have this strain and that strain. Yeah. When it was just like, I'm just glad I have weed. Because my mother, here's a funny story. So my mom... My infamous story that you might have heard if you've mm-hmm. listened to a show in the last 13 years. I was not an easily orgasmic female. Never occurred to me to masturbate. Didn't have orgasms. Uh-huh. And it was discovered by my friends in college when they were talking about all the awesome sex they were having. I think I was a sophomore. 
and they were like, you've never had an orgasm. And they were like trying to help me. It was like, they yeah. all came out like get a vibrator, masturbate, telling me these things. Like it wasn't that I was ashamed of masturbation. I just never even thought about it. it didn't occur to me. Mm-hmm. So my mom, we were, my friends all love my mom. These are still my same, like five best girlfriends. We were sitting around the kitchen table. They all came home. I was at university of Michigan and I think, we came back to my house for dinner. My mom cooked us dinner. And I remember her saying, oh, Emily, you're so tight. You should just get high. Just smoke a joint and have sex. You know, my mom's yeah. not even a pot smoker. Like she does occasionally. Yeah. So I thought that was, um, now that all comes around. And I, yes, I have to say, I'm, I'm a fan. I like, I like smoking during sex. Yeah, there's no difference between smoking and drinking. I think smoking is way better than drinking as a guy that drank a lot for many years. I'm totally over it. And I, Love smoking. I feel amazing the next day. Yeah. If you don't have a hangover. True. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get caught up where you're smoking it every day, but like on a weekend. It doesn't work. But on the weekend, you wake up, right? Or whenever. But if it helps you relax and get you in the mood, use it safely. Don't operate heavy machinery. Listen to me. Like I think people are, I'm talking about sex. I'm like, how is drugs? Mm -hmm. And again, it's not for everybody. You got to try it out. But here's the thing is that there are now the, um, I've had a lot of like companies come to me as well who are like, would you talk about this in your show? Because there are companies that have like vapes that are just for arousal. You can like, you know, take a hit and it's like the really? strain is for arousal. And then there's the lube, the, um, the Foria is a lube that my friend made a few years ago. It's like coconut lube, coconut mm-hmm. oil, but it has marijuana. Yeah. The, I mean, so this your stuff vagina is gonna comes, be, becomes really high. It's going to be crazy in the next couple of years where, we're all getting high and having sex with robots is what it's going no, to come to. No, we're not. Can we not? But no, yeah, we <laughs> might be. And not leaving our house ever. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's going to be Amazon Prime to our house. <sighs> See, this is depressing. And the more we talk about it, this is what's going to happen. You know what would be great? Get your partners and now, I'm everybody. doing it as well. But I feel like sometimes, you know, a lot of times what we talk about, you know, the more you say things, you're giving them more energy and power mm-hmm. into the universe and they're going out there. So I feel like, what if we talk about how we'd really like the world to be rather than what we think it's going to be? Like, I hope that there's a backlash in a way against technology and bringing your phones everywhere that it actually won't be appropriate to have your phones out at certain times and mm-hmm. that people would start regulating it more. Like when they started putting like seatbelts and cards and stuff like that and like started putting... um you know, remember like well, when we were kids, have, there was no fences everywhere and you could yeah. just walk out on led- ledges and you could, people everyone would die. Wasn't, it wasn't safer, but I feel like we Everyone were, wasn't butthurt all the time about everything. Yeah, I'm you telling know. you, I do feel like- I want to go back to the phones, 80s. I know, the 80s weren't so bad, right? When people couldn't call you all the time. Like, yeah. like I look at my, you know, college kids now who have, obviously you guys were like, I was born with a cell phone in my hand, but we, you made a plan, you went out, you weren't like always constantly distracted. So I think young people negotiating through sex and love right now, it's uh all about the text because they're not actually having conversations with everyone. Like sometimes we even don't get each other and we're sitting next to each other. We have to clarify it. When your entire relationship is over text and you don't even have experience being out in the world actually talking to people. And I don't think it's a good thing. It's not that the phone is going to go away. I'm not saying it's evil. If I don't have my phone, like I lose it 10 times a day. I freak out. If it's not, I got to Velcro it to my head. I get Mm -hmm. it. But I think there's got to be moderation like everything with the phone. I I think. What won't happen? I don't know. I think that we're going to have driverless cars so we can be on the phone the entire time. It's going to get sadder I remember the first time you did talk about that. Probably about five years ago, we yeah. were in San Francisco, and I was like, "That won't happen." Like that just seemed crazy. Like that. Well, was I brought just, it up because I was like, "Oh, dude, people are gonna be having sex on the way to Vegas <laughs> on the way to Vegas in the back of the car." That I might do. That's gonna happen. I know. Why not? I'm telling as you, as long as they're having sex and not like snapping the whole mm, thing. True. Okay, so um, do you want to help me do some emails here? Yes. I love it. Thank you for supporting our sponsors and listening to the show. Happy New Year. We love you all. We'll be back to answer your most pressing questions. If you've been listening to my show for a while, there are two things you hear me talk about all the time. 
toys, and lube. And you also know I always suggest using them together. But what you may not know is that System Joe now has a lube specifically designed for toy use. Joe's H2O jelly clings to the surface of toys longer, so you don't have to worry about reapplying as often. Somehow they've managed to give it that extra staying power without being overly sticky, because who wants that? And since it's water-based, the cleanup is super easy. It's made with toys in mind, but the jellies are also great for couples play. Joe jellies come in three thicknesses, light, original, and maximum, so you can find the one that works the best for you. It's safe to say Joe Jellies are my new go-to lube. Check them out today by clicking on the Joe banner on my site. I want to share an email I got from a listener. Dear Emily, thank you for introducing me to the intensity. After having my baby, I gave it a try to help with a few issues I was experiencing down there. Although I've only been using it for a few months now, there's a wow factor improvement. It fixed the accidental peeing thing, but I swear my sex drive has never been higher. My husband thinks I'm a different person. Thank you and please thank the people at Intensity for me. Renee, 37, Ohio. I hear this all the time because the intensity just works. It uses gentle electrostimulation to deliver an extremely effective Kegel workout. Because it's also a vibrator, this product brings you to orgasm while you're using it. And it increases the strength, frequency, and you guessed it, intensity of all your orgasms after regular use. Like Renee, I've been using mine for over a year now, and the results have been life-changing. To experience it for yourself, click on the intensity banner on my website or visit pourmoi.com emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily. Thank you for emailing us. We love hearing from you. It's amazing. You can text us your question. Text Ask Emily, all one word, to 797979. Or you can email me through the website via the Ask Emily tab at sexwithemily.com. And as always, include your gender, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Dear Emily, I'm a huge fan of your show and started listening after my last breakup in January. Your podcast has helped me become sexually inspired and confident, so thank you. I recently started dating a guy who is 29 and I'm 24. We've been together for three months and I'm really liking how things are going. I'm mentally, emotionally, and physically connected to him. Our sex life is usually great, but there's this one thing and I'd love your advice. Oh no. He lives 45 minutes away and we both work full-time jobs. So we normally get together on the weekends. When we have sex for the first time after four to five days, it's hot. The Mm -hmm. next morning we start with foreplay, we get into it, but... Partway through actually having sex the morning or evening after we have the initial sex session, he seems to go flaccid. Sometimes I give him a blowjob to keep it going and he'll get hard for a little while and then go flaccid again. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to him about this. Maybe there's something I can do or just listen, but I don't want to make him feel insecure or add anxiety to the mix. Can you share some advice on how to bring this up to him? Thanks for the work that you and your team do. Jackie, 24, California. Jackie, okay. So here's the thing. Typically when a guy's like 20, she's 20 now, he's 29. So this is why a guy's going to go flaccid. First of all, it could be, um, I was thinking about it. I just nervous. So he has performance Mm -hmm. anxiety, right? He's afraid he got flaccid once. It's going to happen again. And then it will happen. Um, Mm -hmm. He could be out of shape, overweight. He could be stressed about work, stressed about money. Lots going on. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get your head in the sex First game. Night, he's super excited. Drinking your drugs. Right. Drinking your drugs. He could be on some kind of, you know, like literally drinking too much mm-hmm. or taking too many drugs, including marijuana. I'm not saying it's all roses it um, and prescription drugs. And also something could actually be wrong. So let's say you look at all these things because there could be one of these things going on. Just so you know. Does he drink a lot? Does he drugs? That could be the reason. And here's the thing. You're 24 years old and I get it that it's really hard to have these sex conversations. I'm talking to people all ages who have a hard time, but he knows it's happening and you know it's happening. So I think the next time it happens, 
Or you could also do it, you know, I always say it's best not to talk about sex in the bedroom. Have sex in the bedroom, obviously. Sleep in the bedroom. But having those conversations right after, right before that are like kind of technical or can seem even more... um like emotions could be involved with it. Like this kind of conversation, you don't want to do it in the bedroom. So since you both know what's happening, I think that you have to, you've been together for how long, she says, if they've been together, three months. I think it's a great time to talk about sex. I think you should do it the first time, but three months is great. You can just bring up like, hey, like last night was hot. I get so excited to see you. I get really turned on when I'm driving here. Something about your sex life. Bring it up when you guys are at breakfast mm-hmm. next morning and say, babe, I want you to know that I know when we're having sex sometimes, I know that like you get hard and soft and you know, that happens and I want you to know that I'm totally cool and I want to know like what like how can we work together this can help you do you know what's going on because it's not tripping me out I think you're so sexy love our sex would has this happened before let's talk about it because it is the elephant in the room here's a blue diamond and so when he's 24 he doesn't want to talk about it what Mm -hmm. here's a blue diamond what do you mean you don't know what a blue diamond is (laughs) no it's Viagra they're blue diamonds oh I didn't know it was called that yeah, well, well, I that's how they that. say it on the streets. No, <laughs> I would not say that at 29 years old, <laughs> at 29 years old, that yeah. um, yeah, a Viagra would totally work for him. But I'm more concerned when a guy's so young. I would love to try a Viagra. You never tried one? No. Oh, they're fun. I don't I've know tried where one. To get one. Oh, dude, Blue Diamond. You can probably get, people are giving you pot because of what you do. You're famous, whatever, <laughs> dude. There be, like, be like, you know what? I got enough weed. Yeah. You got any diamonds on you? Blue diamonds. <laughs> Blue, Blue diamonds. I'm afraid. Yeah. No, I would need like a legit one. I didn't. I wouldn't want a rando blue diamond because you don't I know what's in it. It's probably ecstasy. That wouldn't be bad either, though. Yeah. It's a win-win. So, no. Okay, but Jackie, so I think that you got to talk to him about Because like I said, all these things, he's nervous about his performance. To me, that's probably yeah. more likely. Maybe he thinks, like, I'm excited to see you. And maybe he's had a problem with it going soft before. Um, again, does he... Is he overweight? Think about all these things because he might not even know why. So mm-hmm. you're going to help him. I think it's also great to go to the doctor if he's like, you know what? It's been going on my whole life. We should always get checked out. Go once a year. He should go now and check it out if he doesn't know. But tell him it's okay. Tell him you're cool with it. You want to work with him on it. It's not tripping you up. You love having sex with him. Like, how would you take that conversation? I mean, I know it's never easy to talk about this, but it will get easier, Jackie, and your sex life will be better because of this. You're I always promise about you. when to talk to him about it. Yeah. When do you breakfast. talk to him about it? Breakfast. On a road trip. Yeah. Like the uh, next morning brunch. Weird. I know how you say don't talk about stuff in the moment, but I. I that's why I hesitated. It was right after, and they were like pers- having talk and cuddling and personally, whatever. I'd rather have it like in the moment. Like, have a like, girl, like, oh, can I help you? You know, and she goes, Are you in yet? And you're like, No, no and then no, she's like, no, Oh, you're that. soft again. That's right. I must yeah, talk to you about your flaccidity. I don't know. I know you're I'd saying. rather I'd rather talk about it in the moment than having awkward conversation as we're driving. Well, about, when you were, when I was t- that's about my, my flaccid wiener. But here's the thing. Sometimes but the you problem know? is is that we get I was talking to someone the other day and she said, "Oh, I was having yeah. sex with this guy. She's in her 20s and she said, I told him that he was being weird." They were, it was like uh-huh. maybe they were in their college and she's like, "And yeah. I told him he was just being weird about something in the moment because he made a joke and he got so upset. He was like so insecure that she said he was being weird sexually." So young people, you just have insecurities around sex. So it's like landmines because we're already so worried so when you it could just trigger in ways that you don't even know so that's why I think the bedroom well that guy was being weird about being weird well but, but guys are weird you literally <laughs> they, you guys latch onto these things like you hear one thing about your dick or one thing about your performance or one thing about anything and you're like 20 years go by and you're like in your 40s or 50s and you're like I still can't talk to a girl because one girl told me I had bad breath or she didn't like no. my balls. I swear to God, we hear from them every day. So I'm saying you are going to be helping him by talking about it. And so I did think though, if in the moment, is there a time, because I'm picturing this, right? Uh-huh. He doesn't get hard again. So they're having sex. It's the morning. He puts it in, he gets soft. And then he's like, well, hey, beautiful day out there. Like there must be like a, a, a moment mm. 
that you both I if they're using avoid. Get on your phones. On well, right, that's true too. For a yeah. lot of guys, um, I don't know. I think you haven't found the right condom yet. I'm obsessed with skin condoms. You know, like I yeah. feel like there's no, everything I recommended. Whenever I say skin condoms, people and they try and be like, oh. Where they've been my whole life because they're right. non latex, they have different sizes, they feel different, they're soft and smooth. But maybe it takes longer for him to reload, though, for some reason. That's true. We don't know what it is yet. Yeah. We don't know if this has happened to him historically. He's 29, so we don't know if it's the first time. But I think you got to just be a good listener, let him know that you're there. You're not because it doesn't sound like you want to break up with them. No one's, gonna, yeah. but, but guys don't know that because it's their penis is malfunctioning. It's like their main, it's your everything. It's like your little head, but your big head. Yeah. It's like you guys. Oftentimes, a lot of you run a lot through your penis instead of your large head, your little head yeah. for thinking. So it could be taking over. He should just make like a wiener tourniquet and he'd be fine. You know? <laughs> a wiener tourniquet. Yeah. You just Don't try sticks. this at home. A wiener bib? Yeah. No, it's some like sticks and you tie some rope around <laughs> it. You're yeah. good. Um, but I could see in the moment going back to finish my thought here is yeah. that if you roll over or maybe you're noticing there's this nuanced moment where it gets awkward or it stops, you're like, babe, I just want you to know I'm mm. so good with this. Yeah. Like, let's figure this out. And I got That's you all. this wiener tourniquet. I got you. And, and here's a wiener tourniquet. <laughs> yeah. And she pulls it out from under the bed and it's got yep. a big bow on it. Yeah, don't do that. If I watch, there'll be wiener tourniquets right yeah. now, like self-driving cars in 10 years. I know. Okay. Hi, Dr. Emily. I was just listening to your podcast with Dr. Jen from Friday, December 15th. One of the emailers was the guy who wanted more oral sex slash blowjobs from his partner. And I'm writing to say I'm the complete opposite. I love the idea of a blowjob, and it's a huge turn on when a woman goes down on me. It feels great, but it doesn't personally advance me towards orgasm. This seems to frustrate my current girlfriend that she can't make me come orally. I've tried to just enjoy the pleasure, but as I said, it just doesn't advance. I'd rather be performing oral sex um, on her or having actual sex. Is this odd that I can take it or leave it as far as receiving oral sex? Thanks, Ryan41, Gainesville, Georgia. Okay, so Ryan, this is, um, I know, men are probably going, what? Guy doesn't like blowjobs? Crazy. If you're listening, but it happens. Just like some women it's truly, happening in truly Georgia. don't. It's happening in Georgia. Mm. But people, some women don't like being, yeah. just like everything. There's not one sex act that is universally appealing, I think, to everybody I can think of. Mm-hmm. Some people might not even like kissing. So Ryan, I've heard this before. Some guys don't like it. And um, there's a huge menu of sex things to find that you do like out there. And I'm wondering what, if you've never liked it, I know that you've had, like, you've probably, like, People are thinking right now, what I'm, I'm going to say what everyone's mm-hmm. thinking, we probably haven't had a good blowjob. But I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think that for some guys, it just isn't their thing. Doesn't like it. Yeah, Has you just nightmares. don't like it. Maybe he feels like it's not as intimate because yeah. she's down there. Maybe he likes giving rather than receiving. Maybe mm-hmm. he's a pleaser and he feels like, what if she doesn't like it? Or maybe he just doesn't feel as good you as You sound really like connecting. a bunch of women's dream, except for they want to receive. Well, right, too. He's he my dream. To... Ryan, yeah. how's, are you, are you, Wait, he's did, a girlfriend. I was going to date to... him. Wait, he said that. No, I like blowjobs. I would miss giving. No, he said he did like to give. He loves giving. Oh, okay. He likes providing. But here's the thing: this Mm -hmm. is quintessential um, male-female miscommunication or no communication that could make your sex life and your relationship so much better in an instant, Ryan. So she's feeling bad because she feels like she's not pleasing you and she's doing something wrong and she's bad at blowjobs. And you're like, because she's probably hasn't been around that many men who don't love blowjobs. I've tell you i've had like a f- several like in my life uh-huh. they're like not because of me <laughs> i'm kidding but they're like they don't like it they just don't and i'm so open i'm like i get it but i think you Weird. have to you have to do your best to let her know that like there's other ways for you to experience pleasure and that you just don't you know save a lot of time when she's not giving you blowjobs you could be having sex you could be playing with toys you could be watching porn so i think that 
she's using this to like beat herself up and feel bad that she has to do something else. But I think that the more that you truly, truly reassure her and let her know that like it's just not your jam, she'll be okay with it. But you yeah, got to talk about it right I now really because she really to... won't believe you. Like you have to say yeah. it in different ways several times because she's probably going home and like reading up on blowjobs, like thinking that she'll give you the yeah. killer blowjob. But if you, the more this happens and she feels frustrated, it's just not going to bode well. It'll yeah, build, become resentment. His thoughts are on it. Like, what do you mean? Like if it doesn't, he just doesn't, he doesn't get doesn't, in there. He doesn't, he doesn't like it because he f- he's afraid that uh, like some horror film is going to happen and his wiener is going to get bit off. We or don't know. Like he hasn't got a really good one before and he just doesn't like the feeling or what? I, think I don't want to pathologize there should be so him. Many, he's 41 years old. I don't want There should wanna... be so many different factors to figure this out though. Well, he probably knows. Look, I'm not pushing it on him. Like, he's, hey, you're dude. You're the blowjob pusher. No, I'm just like, hey, dude, what's wrong with you? You don't like blowjobs. That's totally fine with me. I'm just trying to figure out the reasoning behind yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, who That's knows? All. Maybe, yeah, we, we don't know why, you know, there could be like different sensitivities. Like maybe he just doesn't like yeah. the way it feels. Like literally, he's That's like, what, I just yeah, want to be in a vagina. It could be, yeah, but there could be something that happened, you know, who knows what, Mm -hmm. like maybe some girl like his, you know, his pubic hair got caught her teeth and she, who knows what, and she stood up and his dick off and he forgot. It doesn't matter. This is the stuff that we ask. I want to know. No, I do want to know. He could go back and think about it, but I don't think he should like force himself into liking blowjobs. He just has to force himself to communicating with the girlfriend, um, you know, that she's awesome. Definitely. Hey, Emily, I recently had a breakup and now I'm seeing a new guy. We're taking things slow, but we do have a one night getaway coming up. I want it to be spicy, but we're not ready for sex. What can I do to create sexual tension? I'm a sucker. Why for- would you want to do that if you're not going to have sex? Because exact because that's fun. The teasing. You've never is been it, a fan of it. Is it fun for her or fun for him? <laughs> it's fun I for highly her. Fun for the whole family. It's fun for him. I'm a sucker for teasing. <laughs> what do you recommend that's not going all the way? Of course, I can always give him a blowjob, but I want yes, to be more creative. Thank you, Rachel. That. 19. She's 19. <laughs> oh, okay. California. Good for you, Rachel. All right, Rachel. Okay. So I'm uh, sorry. I thought you were like uh, an older lady. Right. My bad. Okay, but the tease is so underrated. I think that that for you're like, yeah, you're 21. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, oh, you're uh, 35, and <laughs> no, I get it. You want to tease this Young, guy, right? When I had my first sexual experience, I was supposed to do it prom, and my boyfriend, we rented a hotel room. We were 18, and he forgot the condoms, and I wouldn't have sex with him. Oh, damn it! I was like, sorry, what? dude, you lose. What a dumbass. What a dumbass. He's still upset. <laughs> okay. So the tease, don't you think like, okay, you're not the person to ask this, but typically Why? the sexual, when, when that mm-hmm. sexual tension grows mm-hmm. between two people, sometimes that is the, the part of the relationship that can sometimes be the best. Or when you think finally back on, you're like, remember at the beginning when we just make out for hours and we would just touch mm-hmm. each other through our clothes and like the whole like dry humping. Yeah. Like that is really, we don't get back to that. I've just as many emails from people asking me like, how do I go back to this moment? Rachel is in this moment that so many of us think about that excitement. So I think that slow everything down. Like I always tell guys go five times Mm -hmm. slower. Like I feel like you could do a, like undress slowly if you guys are still like fooling around, but do like a sexy, like strip tease, pack up Mm -hmm. some costumes that make you feel sexy, do a dance. That's hot. That is the ultimate, like, I'm not going to have sex with you, but I'm going to move around and you can like look at me. So everything that you do that's suggestive, like playing around his different erogenous zones will definitely be teasing him and arousing him. So like whispering in his ear, giving him a sensual massage, bring him. Oh, if you're going to a hotel room, you have to bring some like, bring like a massage candle. Donna on our website, you can check it out. They um, make a gr- uh, really great massage candles that you light. It's mm-hmm. ambiance. So I would say just set the environment where bring your favorite sexy playlist. 
candles, give him like a, a you pour the, remember you pour the oil. Can, she'll can she so at least good. give him a heads up? Like, look, we're not going to have sex. He I knows. would totally appreciate she that. She says, we are taking it slow. Okay. You are totally putting yourself in the head of no, a no, 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 no. We're taking it no. slow. I totally understand that, but I'm just saying, I hope she's, she gives a heads up. Like, hey, we're going off this weekend, but I'm just letting you know that we're still not going to do the deed. Right. Okay. I think we're he knows. Gonna, she says, we're taking yeah. it slow. I would bring a blindfold. I'm thinking about these ideas now. I'm like, <laughs> wait, stop. Bring a blindfold, play some music, and I would give him like, have leave his clothes on as long as you can. And you could use bondage gear. You could get some like, uh, you could use a necktie. You get some mm-hmm. sports sheets like Velcro. And I would just like make, like seduce him with, with touch. You can feed him some strawberries. You can play with like some um, hot and cold feathers. Tickly. Like just arouse him by touching him all over his body and wait a very long time that night until you actually put your hand over his pants, like onto his penis. But I would touch everything else. I would, again, like eventually you could take the blindfold off. If you don't want to do that, he doesn't even have to be blindfolded. But I think that the longer you wait to undress him and even touch him and just be so hot because you're like begging for it. And then you like take his pants off with your teeth. Go from there. All right. Then it's like, I just want to get down to the action. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think that the more the sexy and turned yeah. on that you feel, Rachel, that is going to turn him on as well. Just be strong. All right. Okay. Hey, Emily, I've been in a committed relationship for five years and it's great. My girlfriend is everything I could hope for, both inside and outside of the bedroom. There's one thing I want to ask you about. No, no. There's always the one thing. I've heard you mention that you recommend avoiding questions about her sexual past. While everyone, including myself, can have jealous and insecure feelings from time to time, I find my partner's sexual past such a turn-on. It doesn't bother me that she was experienced and had her fair share of flings. As a matter of fact, I like it. It's a fun way for us to play with different ideas and she loves to tease me with it. However, I sometimes stumble while wanting to ask about things she doesn't mind, but I'm always cautious about crossing a line. How do you think I should approach asking her about these things? Thanks, J26 Chicago. This is far more common than we think. Yeah. Yeah, that men just kind of get off or women, um, whoever you're with, hearing about their partner's sexual past. The fodder that it gives their mm-hmm. brain is more of a turn on than like the jealousy. Like the jealousy might be there for a second, but they're like, wow, mm-hmm. that's so hot that you had sex with this guy and this is what happened. And I think that it's kind of like an extension of talking dirty. So for people who like, you know, just hearing words in bed and like yeah. it could be, it's really hot because you're like telling a story. It's like erotica. It's like your own personal erotica, but it actually happened with your partner. And so- I think it's turn on. Like I've had guys be like, tell me about the past and they really don't get jealous. So mm-hmm. it is true. Like as a rule, you don't want to just be like, so I was last night yeah. banging this guy or doing all these other things. Cause there's a lot of partners who aren't cool with that. He said that she likes to tease you with it. So that means that she's cool with it. The clearer and more specific and directed you are with why it turns you on and what you like about it, the more likely she's going to want to give it to you and vice versa. This goes for everything with sex because I'm just going to do a little side note here. We're also goddamn worried that we're going to be judged and shamed for whatever it is that we're thinking that we want in the moment during sex. And we let that kind of take over for our entire lives. So we will never actually learn to ask for what they want. But you will realize in life when you actually ask, for, it's so basic, it's what I'm all mm-hmm. about here. When you actually say like, you know what's been turning me on lately, what I've been thinking about? And then you're, because we're all trying to figure it out. We're like, thank God, you know, because yeah. I don't know. I was trying to figure it out. 
most likely if you're with a good person, they're going to be like, hallelujah, let's do that now. I'm into it. You know what I mean? Like you're in a good relationship. You want to please each other and that we're not going to be ridiculed for the things we desire sexually in the way that we are allowing to prevent us from having satisfying sex lives our entire life. So Jay, I think if you say to her, God, I keep thinking about that story last night that you told me about that guy when you were on spring break in high school, that was hot. Tell me that story again. Or were there any other guys like there's something about you telling me these stories that turns me on and you would be hot when we're having sex tonight. I want you to tell me a story I haven't heard yet. Like, I, it just makes me feel good and turns me on. And then to see you turned on, what do you think? How does it make you feel? Like, sounds like she's down with it. So I think, not that you need like a name for this, or you need to understand completely why, Jay. But if you tell her that, like, I love thinking about you getting pleasure from these other guys. And I understand that she might be like, oh, that's weird. Are you sure you're not going to turn on and be jealous? That's mm-hmm. my other thing, Jay. Yeah. Do you have enough experience with this knowing that you're not going to... It She's might trigger not something. Say the one thing. Yeah, because that's the other thing. It is very tricky because while you're really cool at now and you haven't gotten extremely jealous, there could be a trigger. And so if something happens or she says something, you're like, oh no, he had a really big dick, you know, whatever is the trigger uh-huh. for a man, it could derail you. So if that happens, you can't attack her. You can't use it against her. You need to talk about it and say, you know what, babe, I thought I was cool with this, but that thing you said last night didn't make me feel as good. And it might even be interesting to find out why. Maybe you'll un- you will probably unlock something else about your sexuality. So I think that, I know that we, um, we're all really careful and most time that comes with sex that comes in the way of, in the form of just kind of repressing everything. And I'm just all about people talking more about things. It doesn't have to be perfect. It might be a little uncomfortable to talk about it, but get it out there. Have you heard that you've got friends who are or women or been like, I want to hear about what you've done in the past? Uh... None of my friends have ever brought that up, but I know it's a thing, you know. It's hot. And, yeah, you heard. Think it can be. Yeah, and I've had guys I've heard about like, it in pop culture. And stuff <laughs> pop like that. culture, yeah. right? I mean, I know that even it can be just hot during sex too. Um, when people are like, "Oh, I don't know how to talk dirty or what to say," it can be just really hot. To tell a story. You could even practice by telling a mm-hmm. story about the time that you had sex with your partner, and you could think like, "I keep yeah. thinking about." I always say that going back to your vacation or wherever you were that night. And you describe it in great detail, like the way you took my clothes off and kissed my neck and bit my nipples and you use that toy on me and you get descriptive. Just retelling a story that actually happened to both of you can be like a whole nother thing. It can be like next yeah. level. And then it's feeding your minds, both of you, in this like erotic fantasy world that you can kind of continue to create and nourish on your own. <laughs> wow. Like, what the hell are you, you talking get, about? like so deep into it. I don't know. I'm into it. I'm just into this. Like you love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think there's an art to it. I think that we don't talk enough during sex and we're not having sex. That's what I got time for today. Menace. All right. It was great seeing you. Um, Happy so great new seeing year. you too. Happy new year to you. Um, what? I love Anything that else? the website has so much stuff for people to check out. <laughs> Sexedomly.com videos, articles, more podcasts, <laughs> everything whole shop rules. Oh, you know what I was going to do, Menace? And I just had a flashback to you saying to me, what did you used to get mad at me about? You're like, I think it was the website. You were like, you haven't updated the web. It was years ago. Like you used to be like, just now you said, you're like, I'm glad you have content on your website. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably like 10 years ago. I didn't update it for like a week. You're like, you need to update every day, which we do that now. Yeah. It's Um, a whole thing. I was going to say, Menace, whenever you're on the show, you always talk about the importance of leaving reviews. Yes. And iTunes, which we appreciate. Mm -hmm. And whenever you do that, people leave reviews, really great reviews. And so I thought what would be fun to incentivize people. And mm-hmm. obviously I like yeah. the five star reviews. They're great. We could read a recent review that came in. Oh no. Shout out. The, no, it's good. Oh, a good one? Okay. So people, if you want to do it, well, we might just read your review on the show. Yeah. Let's do that. This is from Sweet. Jersey girl, 15. Nice. 
Uh, Emily is by far the best sex ed teacher I've ever had. I was told by a friend about this podcast. I've been hooked ever since. Emily not only gives the best advice, but she also makes you feel like you're not alone with all your problems. Um, questions and fears. I've True. learned so much and taken her advice to heart and bed. Thank you so much, Emily. You're the best heart. Okay, so if you guys do some reviews in the next few weeks, we might just read them and thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, write some it. nice ones. No matter where you listen to the podcast. It just helps us. If it's on us. iTunes. Right. We love if you. If it's on an app, whatever, just click five stars for Emily. Me, whatever you want. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Right. You can just DM us uh, with how you feel about them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, thank you, Menace. And thank you to our amazing team, Ken, Jamie, our intern, Shannon and Jenny, producer, Lark, Michael. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Can you guess what search term is always at the top of the list on sexwithemily.com? It's the womanizer, the toy that has everyone talking from my staff to my guests to hundreds of you who have emailed me. The response is overwhelming. The womanizer is incredible. I nicknamed it the clit whisperer because it seems to know exactly what feels best. The womanizer uses patented pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate your clitoris with gentle suction and air pressure. It's so effective. Some women have an orgasm in 60 seconds. We weren't sure how you could improve upon the womanizer, and now they have a new one. It looks like a lipstick. The new womanizer to go has the same great technology in a body that looks like an oversized lipstick tube. It's so incognito. It makes a great gift. It's a great conversation piece and still gives you amazing orgasms. It's so cute. We've all fallen in love with it. You can just throw it in your purse. It's amazing. To order your womanizer to go, click on the womanizer banner on my site or find it at goodvibes.com slash Emily.